Welcome everybody to an episode of Keepers of the Book. I'm your host, Maz, joined here with my favorite firebender. It's LaRusso. Actually, no, you're an airbender. You're 100% hey, airbender. No, you're 100% airbender. I'd 100%. be an earthbender, dude. You, earthbender. You no, 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 no. Personality-wise, you're an airbender. And it's not yeah, even you're a firebender. Like, I'm, I'm, you're oh, a firebender. Yeah, I'm way yep. too passionate. Driven. Yeah, there's, there's, there, there. See, I guess those are undeniable facts that we can't escape. Yeah, like you are way too go with the flow. Free. I don't know. I got mad today. I was mad today. I was mad at something. I don't even know what it was. I mean, Aang gets mad. So that's true. Maybe I just haven't ascended to that level of not mad yet. <laughs> yeah. But anyways. Um. But yeah. So <clears throat> we are covering. The, I didn't even realize we were on the podcast. We're covering the final half. Of the final season of the greatest TV show on earth, Avatar Last Airbender. For children and adults. Yes. Yeah. Um, and, okay, if there's one critique I was to give for this entire show, it's that this season feels a little rushed. Not rushed, but just fast. Like, the pacing is really fast. I didn't feel like I got a chance to really admire the Fire Nation. Uh, yeah, well, it's like we didn't get enough of it. Yeah. Um, so beyond that, uh, these episodes, but it's still like, that's me nitpicking, by the way. So, right. That's just team... like, that's just like, that's just like the smallest thing you can find. Yeah. I mean, in all reality. Sorry. No, no, you're good. Um, so how about them final, what is it? 10 episodes, eh? <laughs> I mean, hey, they, they let it, they let it off with a bang. They really did, and the final like four episodes are basically just one massive episode. It's like an hour and twenty minutes long or something. Like it has just, and you have to watch all of it at the same time. You can't stop. There's there's no stopping. Um, I unfortunately had to stop it because of the kids, but no, no. you, it it feels wrong. I felt yucky doing it. Yeah, yeah, Um, I agree. So we got. So now that Zuko is a good guy. Right. Quote unquote. No, come on. Don't hey, hey. Careful. Okay, fine. Careful. Alright? A close friend of mine, but Zuko slander will not be tolerated here, alright? Fine. <laughs> um <clears throat> since he is definitively it uh, what's it called? Uh what's the word I'm looking for? <laughs> uh, uh inarguably, I don't even know if that's a word. Inarguably a good guy. Zuko now needs to be caught up to speed as in the eyes of the audience and humanizing him even more than we already have by, or maybe not so much to us, the audience, but humanizing him to the Avatar crew, right? Right. So uh, he starts off by saving them from Combustion Man. Combustion Man. Sparky, That's Sparky a... Boom Man. Yeah, 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 that that was goofy. That that was a that was a a funny moment more than it was like a oh no. Yeah. Oh boomerang. <laughs> oh boomerang. I love Sokka. Um. So, uh, okay, let me pause and say this real quick. The Western Air Temple is beautiful. Oh, upside dude, down, I would live there. Yeah, like, dude, West the upside down architecture. How has no one thought of that? I feel because like I feel we're too like, cheap. Yes. We're too cheap. It's fine. Today's world were too cheap. There's no upside down architecture anymore. Sorry, Mons. Any Your hopes and was dreams. There ever? Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Look at some of the old Hindu Buddhist temples. Ah, nice. All right. Their architecture uh, was wild. But anyways, yeah, that 
that the I always liked the Air Temple between the Earth Temples, not the Earth Temple per se, but the Earth Arch, the Earth Kingdom architecture, and the Air Temples. Those were probably the top two for me. The the Earth Kingdom architecture is a little too reminiscent of Chinese architecture, and I'm not saying that that's wrong or bad, but I'm just like I've seen it. So it yeah, you've resonate. seen it a billion times. And to be honest, the um, I feel like they all are because all of them just feel Chinese to me, especially with that curve, you know, the curved roof. Yeah, I love the um, curved roof, dude. I absolutely it, love it. It really the is kind roof. of a cool like design. I, I like that a lot. Um, but yeah, this the Western Air Temple is that's solid. That, yeah. That's beautiful architecture. Yep. But my favorite Zuko adventure episode Zuko had adventure. to be uh, the Firebending Masters. When Zuko oh, that was loses cool. his firebending, which I thought was really cool because I think this ep- uh, this episode <clears throat> did a very good job at redeeming the firebending, the, the element of firebending, right? In the like eyes uh, calming it down. Yes. Yeah. No, no, I wouldn't say calming it down, but more like explaining the true roots of it to the audience because we we've had redeemed firebenders to us before. Obviously, no, most notable like Zuko and Iroh, right? Right. We've also had Zhang Zhang, and they're not the only ones. We've had a couple <coughs> others who are like, oh, okay, these are people from the Fire Nation. They're good people. Um, right. Well, yeah, and then that's the problem with, like, sometimes the shows, they do take a while sometimes to humanize the characters that need to be humanized a little bit faster. Yeah, um, and I think that this episode didn't need – this wasn't about humanizing firebenders, but this was humanized – or. Uh, more redeeming firebending, the actual yes, art, yes, of firebending, the art of firebending. Firebending was always like throughout the entire show has been seen as just this element negative. of destruction. Yeah, as a negative thing. Even Iroh, right in the hands of Iroh, when we see him firebend, he even he does it kind of reluctantly. Like he knows the power that fire possesses, and he's going to do it more only as a self defense, as a weapon right. of last resort kind of situation. And he does. He, he stays pretty true to his thing. I like how he gets jacked, dude. That was Ooh, freaking awesome, that, that dude. Was so cool. That was so cool. An old man like that just getting absolutely yoked. I mean, yeah. it makes it made me want to go lift weights. The dra- like, What was it? Dragon of the West. That's what they called them, right? Yeah, yeah. The White Lotuses. No, no, no. But uh, not the White Lotuses. I remember Azula back in Bossing Say called them um, the Dragon of the West or something like that. That's a pretty sick name, though. Yeah, it is. I mean, dude, come on. If, if you got the name nickname Dragon of the West, you've got to be jacked. Like, there's just no other option. Yeah, I agree. And it, if you weren't jacked, it would be like, it would be kind of like, um, like discrediting almost. Like, you'd have to be jacked. Yeah, no, like, there's you have no option. Um, in fact, you'd have to be jacked until the day you died. So even if you're like 80 years old, sorry, still gotta be jacked. Still gotta still be jacked. Sorry. That low body weight percentage. You life have to be jacked the entire life. Um, so, but the firebending masters, that was my favorite, like Zuko adventure episode, you know, cause he had like went on an adventure, which each individual member of the group. Minus yeah. Toph. Like, uh, yeah. Well, I mean, I, from, and from my perspective, Toph's kind of hard to get along with cause it's like, yeah. you're, you're with me, you're not, or I'll kill you. And I think it was, it was, um, it also, I think it was kind of better that they didn't do it because it would have felt a little too forced. Yes. All the every adventure that they took felt very natural, right? Like Aang's, like, well, first of all, Zuko, his entire purpose of being in the group is that he's teaching Aang firebending. It's kind of pointless if he himself has lost firebending. 
Right, it's like the 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 the, the aspect of him. That's like his whole persona. Yeah, yeah. That and uh, and then you know when Zuko took Sokka to rescue his uh, dad, and then incidentally also Suki. That also made sense with just how Sokka is and how he's probably feeling regret about that his plan didn't work. Blah blah. blah. And then of course. Katara not forgiving Zuko because she had already forgiven him in the past, only for him to stab her in the back, and then. But then she he, likes him. She has affection for him. Uh, I don't think it's romantic, and I think it was originally meant to be romantic, but then they changed their minds and went with Aang instead. I know, but which I almost wanted Zuko, uh, uh, Zuko, and Katara to be together. That's kind of what I wanted. Um, my wife was the same way. Uh. I would have been, I would not have been angry either way. Yeah. But I'm I'm cool with this. Uh but yeah, no uh, so but my favorite adventure again was a firebending master. So let's go ahead and talk about that. The reason I love this so much, first of all, that dance of dragons. That uh, is that is cool. That is so that is cool. definitely some Tai Chi type. By the way, I'm learning that. Straight bet, up, I'm learning. Bet, bet. Um if you don't know it in two weeks, I'm disappointed. Oh, okay. All right. Now, now that I actually have a deadline, I'll be more inclined to See? actually learn it. Um, but yeah, so the Dance of Dragons, that was just beautiful. And then what was really beautiful was when they were dancing with the dragons, right? Because they, they lose the, they lose. Okay. First of all, that was a first fire that was ever like, um, like man's first fire. Like, yeah. So cool. Um, I agree. Uh, and, and then, so beyond that, they had to take that first fire or at least a piece of it up to and offer it to the the firebending masters which are the dragons which the is, dragons well, which was oh my best god, thing they so could have cool. done oh my god I, I remember as a kid i was free um i don't know if i ever mentioned this on the show as a kid i had borderline unhealthy obsession with dragons oh dude i think those are the coolest things i think they were real i think they still are <laughs> that would be cool I'm just saying, dude. I'm just saying. Locking this monster, man. Maybe they're all sea dragons. Um, but, you know, like, as a kid, this scene, I was freaking out in a good way. I, I was just <laughs> bouncing off the walls. I'm like, yeah, hell yeah, dragons. That Like, this, I was like, all right, this solidified as my favorite TV show of all time. So if they made an Avatar video game and that was, like, a portion of the end of the game, you would definitely buy it. Yeah, I mean, if it's a if it's a good Avatar video game, I'm buying it regardless. So. Like MMO, but like that's Oof. a quest. Ooh, okay. Maybe so that's like MMO, a trial. But... You have to beat the dragons with a group of other vendors. No, nah, I, I would just betray the vendors and kill the other vendors. Okay, all right, that's fine. Yeah, <laughs> we can we can have that as well. So the and then you know when they when they start dancing, right? Zuko and uh, Aang, because you know they lost their fire. They started dancing with the dragons, the dragons. and the, the movements that the dragons were making where they were mimicking it and whatnot. It's just, I mean, it was beautiful. Like my wife, she was watching me as I was rewatching the show. She says she's already seen it herself. Right. And she was watching it too. And I was just commenting to her. I'm like, dude, I'm getting the biggest goosebumps ever. Like this is, this episode is low key. One of my favorite episodes of the entire series. It's so mm -hmm. beautiful. Absolutely. And then the dragons go ahead and they breathe fire on them. And then it, they show them all the colors of fire. Yeah. That, that, that was really cool. Graphically speaking. Yeah. And even just that scene, you know, where you see Aang and Zuko back to back and they're, they're Zuko's hair is so good, by the way, 
in this. And his hair's like fluttering. And he's just like looking. He's like, I understand now. Like fire is life, right? Fire. Life blood. Yeah, it's energy. I mean, okay, for there's a geopolitics guy that I follow. And he says that energy is life. And I have to agree because you can directly compare or directly correlate the quality of life of a country with their access to energy. The more access to energy that they have, more often than not, they're better off as far as like quality of life goes. This is why a lot of like serious mm-hmm. um, uh, chari- charitable like efforts have gone into concentrating around propping up energy access to, yes. uh, you know, third world countries. Because again, the more access you have to energy, just overall, it's just better quality of life. You know, you, you have, you know, light, like literally just be able to work in the night, right? AC right. that would, a lot of third world countries are very hot, very humid, mm-hmm. uh, the temperate type of uh, climates. So they're, you know, and then, okay, they're used to it. But when you get a taste of that AC, you're like, oh, oh yeah, it's, it's, it's going to go now. back. So the point I'm trying to make is that firebending is life. It's energy. And this is why the, I love that the fact that they made the that civilization the sun warriors. They're not fire warriors. They're sun warriors. Because sun I warriors. loved that the firebending is not strong. Like, have people not, com, uh, you know, correlated in their mind? That firebending is stronger when the sun rises. Why? Because firebending, you're not bending fire, fire, like earth. You're using the energy of the sun. sun, The sun is not a ball of fire. It's this ball of like energy. Right? And I love... Nuclear. Yeah, exactly. So it it is... People are always a ball of fire. It it kind of is, but not really. Kind of. It's kind Uh, of, kind of. I'm not going to go into the astronomy lesson right now. All right? Uh, But yeah, so... I just so I really love that that it, this episode redeemed firebending in the and it, it, again I also thought it was kind of cool that like every bending has its own quirks right uh, like with water bending or sorry with fire bending it is driven heavily off of emotion which is why you firebenders more so than airbenders need to be the nomads they're the ones that need to be spiritual and calm because they need to understand the power that they possess mm-hmm. because if I'm gonna throw out this fire. It's like shooting a gun. You need to know what's behind the target. Somebody's going to be burnt, and then the thing behind is going to be burnt. Yeah. You're absolutely right. And so we, we saw that with, you know, do you remember Admiral Zhao back in, I think, season one? Mm-hmm. I want to say season one, when he, like, burnt his own boats. Yeah. Right? Because he had no self-control. And this is what I'm talking about, that, like, firebending is driven so much off emotion and inner self, I guess, that... Mm-hmm. When Zuko changed that, he lost his source. He lost, you know, he doesn't have the rage and humiliation to, to like drive push him. the fire. Yeah. So it was just, <laughs> I don't know. It was just so beautiful to see. And in turn, whenever you, fi- I'll be honest with you, low key, I liked Zuko versus Azula final battle better than Ozai versus Aang final battle because I felt Zuko versus Azula was more emotionally heavy for me more emotionally like they were more emotionally attached not attached so much as like there was more weight does that make sense yes yes like it was a heavier burden yeah there was there was more writing on the outcome of that 
battle, then, which is obviously nonsense because the outcome of the world was decided on the battle between Fire uh, 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 Lord and Aang. But Zuko versus Zula, I felt like this was a culmination of Zuko's character arc. Was this Absolutely. moment he had to overthrow the one person since birth that he's been compared to and that he's been belittled in favor of. Right. And, and I, okay, so I saw this TikTok and this was, uh, I, I, I love content creators that do stuff like this where they point out little details that other people may have missed that it just really increases your enjoyment of yeah. TV shows. Like, you know, Expanse has so many of these like tiny little details where if you did, if you missed it, you're like, it doesn't hurt it. Mm-hmm. But if you do notice it, it really does. And, um, you know, increase the enjoyment of the show. Right. The, it was like a little dopamine drop for you. Yeah, it's like, oh, that's kind of pretty. Um, if you mm-hmm. watch, I, I actually want you to go back and do this, by the way, Jordan. Um, go back and rewatch uh, Azula versus Zuko. Mm-hmm. And when you do, notice the styles of his firebending. Uh, people said that because he was bad, uh, and he actually heeded the 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 lessons from his uncle of studying from other benders so you understand how other people live their culture their uh history their their way of thinking is different and the mm-hmm. very elements are different right so yeah the avatar is the only one that can master or that can even bend other elements but it does not mean that you can't um you know get knowledge from it as well right you can't learn you can't not learn something if you observe yes and if you watch Zuko versus Zula, Zuko uses non-firebending techniques in his firebending. The, right. There was one point where Azula fired something and Zuko w- went wide stance and broke the fire like an earthbender. Mm-hmm. And then whenever... Extending your ground. Yeah, and it, because uh, earthbending is very wide stance, right? Very wide stance, like firm, strong, unmovable. And he used that to disperse the fire. Then Azula fired another stream and he like jumped high into the air and he brought his hands together a lot like an airbender. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, redirecting lightning, we already know is like water bending. So that's another one right there. And then there was one where Zuko like break dance on the floor, like on his back. He was like spinning with his legs. That's it. That's a move that I think we've seen Aang use. So he got some, like the fluid thing. movement of air. Yeah. So it was just so cool to see. And that's why. I'll be honest with you. A lot of people, and this is, you guys can say this is biased talking. I really don't care. Um, I truly believe that even if Azula was not herself mentally, I still think Zuko wins. Just regardless. I think his knowledge and his belief in self, right? Like, because. And we'll talk about his whole character transformation because now that we've finally reached the end, we can talk about his whole character arc. Um, his, I just think his mentality, like, so you know this, right? In a fight, jiu-jitsu, kickboxing, MMA, boxing, whatever, when you got two guys that are really good, it's the guy who's mentally stronger that wins. Yes, the one Straight that up. can be calm. Under the pressure. One, the one who can be calm under pressure. The one that has belief in himself. That he knows, that like, yeah, I, I'm worthy. I, I deserve to be here. And I believe it's for that reason that I truly believe that Zuko... Uh, yeah. Despite... And everyone always says, like, oh, Zuko only won because Azula, 
you know, she, she was slipping because she had her mental breakdown. Right. It's like, I, I, that is a very fair argument. That legitimately is. And because Zuko himself kind of cited that too. Um, mm-hmm. But again, I, like you guys can say that as my, my, uh, bias. my bias talking, but I, I do firmly believe that he would have won regardless because now he knows how to reflect lightning. And I, I only think that he gets better from there. Um, so let's go ahead and uh, talk about actually his transformation. His entire character arc was just beautiful. And I loved it because Redemption. he slipped. Right? He, in Bossing Say, he was getting better and then he slipped. He, he fell again. And then he had to get back up, which was more painful than the first time. He had to get back up and do the right thing. Right. And, and I, that's I, hard to do sometimes. That is very difficult to do. Um,. I was in the Boiling Rock episode, the 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 prison episode. Mm-hmm. Well, there was two of them. Um, yeah, there was. You realize how you realize how much they're kids when you're when they're next to actual adults. It's like, oh my god, they're so they're so little. They're so tiny. They're tiny. <clears throat> yeah. So that was that was kind of funny. Uh, I did also find a really. I had a couple frustrations though. Um, one Uh-oh. in the Boiling Rock episode, mm-hmm. Sokka goes to stab Azula and then just stops, and then he backs off and then lets Zuko fire a stream or whatever. I think that was the most frustrating things ever, because Sokka has no problem telling Aang, "Yeah, go ahead and kill the Fire Lord. What's the issue?" But here he is holding back against Azula unnecessarily. That made zero no sense. sense to me. Mm-hmm. Zero sense. Um, yeah, so I don't know. I was I, very frustrated by that scene. That would, but I mean, I wonder if that would have ruined the arc. Not not per se the arc, but ruined the story as it was. I mean, yeah, because then we would have missed out on, you know, Zuko versus Zula final showdown. So it definitely would have. But then don't put that in there. Mm-hmm. Don't even make that an oper- uh, like an uh, don't even have that opportunity to give me to even question that because that is just so stupid. Because even if he didn't stab her, if he just kept pushing forward, she would have tipped over and fallen into the volcano, and she would have literally been boiled alive. Mm-hmm. So I don't know that part really Brother. really irked me. I was so frustrated by that. Um, the other thing that frustrated me, I want to get these out of the way, even though they're kind of. The next one I want to mention is big. It, but I want to get the negative stuff out of the way so I can go back to gushing about the show. Um, <laughs> my, the other thing that irked me was I hated the uh, the fact that it was made. You know, the original audience was kids, mm-hmm. and so it had to stay away from just like killing people, um, right? And there was no avoiding it. But it bothered me that they that Aang wouldn't kill. Ozai, but I'm pretty sure if you go back, there have been several times where he's blown like the firebenders. Yeah. Oh, he's blown okay. firebenders okay, okay. off of a roof or like off a high building or off a mountain. And it's like, okay, what do you think that that's doing to that guy when he lands? You think he's just going to get up, wave his fist in the air, and then walk away? No. No, that dude's dead. Mm-hmm. That dude's 100% dead. Um, I, I saw this, I coincidentally, I saw this video. A funny short, I think, I don't know if it's YouTube or Instagram, where they said, uh, you know, it's like, uh, I, I, I don't kill people. 
you know, everyone that dies around me dies a natural death. He's like, you pushing him off the cliff. He's like, right. yeah, well, gravity's natural. Uh, <laughs> so I thought that was kind of funny, but it, it is like, it was very frustrating to me that like, you know, they, and I get it in the sense, like character wise, because he's an airbender, nomad, vegetarian, killing her on blah, blah, blah. Yeah. yeah but I really, I really hate that. Like, oh, you wish you would have just done the deed and been done with yeah, it. Yeah, honestly, I really hate that because don't you preach to me. Like, I, I we're going to get into the whole philosophical debate about whether or not it's okay to kill people who are, like, criminals. But, like, we're not talking about criminals, dude. We're talking straight genocide. Yes. Like, we're talking firebending Hitler, right? Like, he was ready to glass the entire Earth kingdom. And every other kingdom. Well, there was no one left. He was targeting specifically Earth Kingdom because then after that, even without the comet, they could have easily rolled through the the water, the northern water tribe. Mm-hmm. But beyond that, right, it's just like, dude, like, come on. He is ready to just annihilate every Earth Kingdom guy. And then, like you said, yeah, after the Sosan's comet, he was definitely ready to annihilate the rest of the waterbenders too. So, come on. Like, finish the job. Yeah, just finish the job. Like I, I, I get like okay. So now let's go ahead and talk about what ended up, what did end up happening. Where they said like, oh, he can remove the bending. Thought that was cool. I'm not gonna lie, that was cool. It would be super still, cool if you'd been able to do that for like the entire series. Um, that would have been a cop out from the beginning. Then I'm kind of glad that he only got taught that at the last second by that mm-hmm. giant lion turtle. But, <laughs> but. My okay, so and this is where I this is probably my biggest, biggest issue with the storytelling here. And this is, in my opinion, is a actual issue with the plot. Um, and the writers, I don't think, ever really clarified on this. How is it that you told us that Aang died from the lightning that was shot by Azula? Katara brought her, brought him back to life. All right, right off the bat, the Avatar cycle should have theoretically ended. But fine, you're going to tell me right. that the spirit water restored the spirit of the Avatar. Okay, fine, fine. Um, fine, 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 fine. But you're telling me that he was never able to get going to Avatar, Avatar State ever again. That seems... Um... So how is it that now the only thing that should have been able to restore his spiritual Avatar State should have been a spiritual intervention? Not yes. a literal physical rock just shoved into the, in the air. It wasn't even floating in the floating air. It was the like water. on the it was on the mountain, right? A oh, rock okay, got yeah. shoved into his like wound, his uh, back cavity, um, and then it just activated his avatar state. Like what? So it's like a it's, it's it's like a it, it was like a plot. It was a, it was something that it was hundred percent a plot device. And I yes, I, I, I do not understand. Like you have this meticulous beautiful writing all the way through and you know what i think the consensus amongst the community is that they kind of wrote themselves into a corner when they said that he could not go into the avatar state again right what i think should have done is that he should have gone back uh to maybe the guru patik and then like restored his avatar state and but then modified it a little bit by saying like you know uh, this is not the right way. Spirituality does not mean that you have to let go of all earthly possessions. Like literally speaking, like you can't even have a relationship. Um, right. So yeah, but like I, I don't know, man. This this was this irked me a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. Uh, 
because it's like you kind of right you rode yourself into a corner and you wanted to have this epic final battle without the avatar state so but it, yes without the yep i get it dude and then and then you're like no way we need to have we do want the avatar state and yeah i don't know this was because they never explained it they never touched on it there was no writer confirmation that came out later it's like oh you know we should have made an episode about this but we didn't and here's what happened or here's what how we can explain it away even uh if it was even a bad explanation, I would have taken it. What I refuse to have is no explanation. <clears throat> this is why I'm firmly in the camp of I would rather have a bad ending than no ending at all. I truly believe that. There's a lot of people who are like, no, how can you say that? Because at least if you have a no ending at all, you can make up the ending in your mind. Listen, okay? I do not have the creativity to finish an ending like this. And all your guys' fan fiction ending out there, I'm sorry, it sucks. Most yeah. of it sucks. And besides, I need the details, right? I don't need the big picture. The big picture endings, I could have figured out myself. <laughs> Sorry, that was... <laughs> I don't know why I got really heated on that rant there. You need to take I, a breath. I, I, it's just, I hate it when people make that comment. Or, and they get all high and mighty about it, too. It's just like, oh, what? You'd rather have a bad ending? Yes, yes. yes, yes I, would. I would literally rather have a bad ending than no ending whatsoever. Agreed. Uh, do you actually? I mean, I, I don't blame you if you don't agree with me. No, I, I agree. I mean, it, because the thing is, we want it the way we wanted it. And it's funny because I could see where you're coming from, and it makes sense. It makes sense. So, I mean, I agree. All right. Fair enough. No, I was just, yeah, but it it gets me heated. The only reason it gets I me tell. heated. <laughs> it gets me <laughs> Right. it gets me heated man because people get like so up and mighty about it right because they're always like oh but you know uh what you can't think up of a better ending or you know it doesn't that ruin it for you it's like no it really doesn't because listen if if a book is if you've got 37 chapters in a book and 36 are great but the 37th chapter was not does that mean that you wasted your time on the 36 chapters? I don't think so. People mm. care too much about the destination, man. That's why that's my journey before destination, baby. Journey before destination, baby. Uh, people like I enjoy the journey, you know, because if you only care about the destination, then OK, what about your life? Right. Like you're enjoying day to day, aren't you? Well, at least I hope you are. You're enjoying no, day to day. I hate it all. <laughs> right. Because if you're not, then the destination is death, dude. There's nothing to wait. Complete and utter death. Uh just go away. But yeah, no. So I mean, I don't know. It it did, it did bother me that whole thing about like I they tell. didn't really ex no the uh, going back to the Avatar State thing that oh. yeah it was just like because it 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 felt sloppy to me, and I I remember when they first mentioned it that when she got when she being Azula shocked Aang with a lightning and you know killed him and he was brought back to life and he lost the Avatar State. I was like, they do need to address this because if you want to have an epic final fight that includes the Avatar State, you're gonna need to address how it got, comes somewhere back. in the middle. Yeah, and you know what? They could have even done it like a flashback to the the lion turtle restoring the Avatar State from. I don't really care. Again, just, just something. Just give me maybe he finds a sensu bean or something. I don't know. A sensu bean. <laughs> you like wow. that? Wow! Like wow! That? You, 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 you threw that in there. Right. I didn't. Yeah. I didn't. Nope. I, I figured you'd like that. Uh, Freaking sensu bean man. 
Uh, but yeah, no, I mean, all right. So we're done with the negative fart because it hurts me internally to speak ill of Avatar Last Airbender. But um, I mean, dude, Sokka coming up big. Sokka, Sokka comes up big when we least expect him to. Yeah, he Sokka. I, and the reason why I think the show is perfect is because a non-bender like Sokka and he was, he's a comedic relief, but he wasn't just like an idiot, like a bumbling idiot. No, he was like, he was complete he, utility the entire time. Oh, yeah. He was a sharp tool through and through. He could read maps. To, when he, He's like a kid, but then as soon as it's time to get serious and fight a war, he's like, you know, the, his tactics, his um, his inventions, right? He's the one who came up with the submarines. Yes, that's idea. right. So I forget about that sometimes. Yeah, he, he's just intelligent. Um, and, you know, it was his idea to turn the shifts and whack them in and then he used tops metal bending to turn the fins and then super it would, cool it, it was just it was awesome it was really awesome and i re i need confirmation i need it in my heart did Sokka get another space sword because there was a lot of that meteor left i need to know if he went back and made another space sword i hope i mean i'd hope so yeah. they, don't, they don't even they, i bet you they don't even show it in, in any other um okay series i'm just gonna go ahead and tell you they don't yeah, so we're mad, right? Yeah, we're, we're mad. mad. Yeah, we're mad. Okay, okay we're <laughs> mad. as long as we're mad, we're fine. <laughs> I like how you're checking. We're mad, right? Yes. Um, but yeah, no. So that 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 hurt me seeing. And so, okay, you know that's the stuff I like though, right? Because that to be mad? No, <laughs> no, I don't like being mad actually. Oh. But I, I like that Sokka, we have emotional investment into Sokka getting a space sword because we as the audience, we felt bad for Sokka when he said he felt useless. That, you right. know, all of you guys are such amazing benders and I'm just me. And then he went and got his sword and then he realized his self-worth was not just his sword but also his mind and map reading and strategy right. and blah, blah, blah. So for, uh, that, that was a risky move even though it was a finale for him to lose his sword because like, that's loss. Like emo yeah, that's emotional loss. Yeah. For him. So, um the oh, the old men showing off their old man strength and single hand not wanna say single hand. The white lotus like, Yeah, the old white the white lotus baby. That was like five guys just went in there. Just freaking one man or five man army that boy. And that was and one boy. of the guys is not even a bender. Master yes, Pino. He's a sword master. Yeah. And he just he rides that uh, ice in, yeah, and he like chops so cool. the tips so of their spears cool. off. So cool. Um, okay, one other thing I need to talk about, and it's because he didn't get enough screen time, and I, I, it just it, it is what it is. It's sometimes it can't be helped. I think the low key one of the most creative benders and one of the most powerful benders is Zhang Zhang. That dude is flying in the air, hovering. I understand it's a meteor, but he's flying in the air with fire coming off of his feet. Flame walls. And he then flame, flame walls. walls. That's an MMO but, move, dude. Like, he, he's so good at that where he'll just put up flame walls. And he's very creative with his firebending. It's, oh, it's beautiful. I I, don't, I can't get enough of Zhang Zhang. He, his stuff. I thought yeah, we needed was, more of him. Maybe, maybe like half an episode. Yeah. To see him, like, train somebody. Aang, Zuko. That'd be cool. Or even... Admiral See him and Iroh fight? Oof. A sparring session between the two would be cool. How do you spar as a firebender? Do you have to wear, like, insulated pants and vest? A firefighter suit. I don't know. See? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. But, 
Yeah, Azula is another person I wanted to talk about. There have been a, there's been a lot of Azula apologists coming up out of the woodwork lately, and they need to tell you all, back off, all right? People come out, and they're like, oh, I feel so bad for her. Yeah, did she have a tough life in the sense that there was so much pressure placed upon her, and then she eventually broke? Yeah. Yes. But people are like, oh, you know, she didn't deserve. Listen, the fact that her uncle Listen, and her Linda. mother both are like, dude, she's a monster. She's crazy. Nah, we're, no. we're done. Like, I, I'm not even going to attempt. It, the fact that Iroh and her mother both are like, yeah, you're too much. Yeah, you're. There was no coming <sighs> back from that. I tru- I, hot take. I truly believe some people are just rotten. I truly believe it. There's. I know there's there's uh, I know the prevailing theory is that no 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 one's born rotten they become that through their thing okay fine but what about Zuko okay. yeah um, Zuko was good even way. when he was a kid and his mother was alive and blah 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 so no I I don't, don't want to hear but Azula seeing her completely break down was cool it I'm, I mean, I'm glad we got it I'm glad we got it yeah I'm glad I was like you know what she deserves it. Uh, Kind of, yeah. You have to. People are always like, oh, she's a teenager. I don't care. She tried to kill Iroh. She tried to kill Aang. Yeah, after that game over. Yeah. You lose. Like, she's Hitler's daughter. Like, come on. That's a tough accusation there, buddy. She is. Her her dad wanted to glass the entire world. Now, when you say glass. Dude, come on. Don't do this. Just totally annihilate? Or is is there some people alive still? Uh, I mean, do I'm, I just understand being, I'm just being a turd. I'm I know you kidding. are, but I'm gonna go ahead and play this game along with you. I, there, the implication was that he was going to pretty much kill everybody, so it was going to be just fire nation, firebenders moving forward, which I never understood why that Daily still went along with the fire, like uh, loyal to Azula. It's like, dude, you understand they're probably gonna come back and kill you too. Yeah, you, you're gonna die. Uh, There's just there, all there is is death there. Yeah, so that was that was kind of funny, but yeah. Um, oh, another really cool moment when Katara and Zuko are hunting Katara's mother's murderer, mm-hmm. and oh, that scene where he's like, when she's like, she, she lied to you. She was not the last Waterbender, and Yan um, uh, Ra is like, who me? And then she makes that like she just stops all the water in the air. And then makes that sphere. That was that cool. Water dome. I was like, oh, that's so cool. Um, I, yeah, I'm really excited for all you guys to watch Legend of Korra with us because there's just more cool bending to come. Yeah, I'm going to have to definitely start on that. I heard it was really good. I will warn you, it's not as good oh, as God. Avatar Last Airbender, but that's not saying much because that's the greatest TV show of all time. Of all time. But uh, season one and season two three are just peaks like they're so good very you peaked good. yeah they peaked um two and four in my opinion were a definite downgrade two being the weakest in my opinion really yeah and i think that that's a pretty common opinion that is a very much a that that's not just a me thing that i think everyone could basically verify that but uh yeah, I, I think that about covers it for me, unless if you had anything else that you wanted to add. No, I mean, we expected the final fight, and we got the final fight, and it was great. Um, we got a lot of backstory on characters. We got a lot of character arc development. 
I mean, it was nice to finish it up and move on, but you know, I'm going to have to rewatch it so I can catch some of the things that you spoke about. I spoke about, you know, all that. Yep. 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 Um, yeah, I think that all about cover from us for that episode. Next time we'll be covering Legend of Korra. Actually, I don't even know how many episodes there are in Legend of Korra, or like first season. I'm pretty sure it's like 20 in one season. I thought it was. Uh, that sounds about right, but let me just double check here. Oh, there's 12 in the first season. See, this I think this was on the other issue with uh, Legend of Korra. There just weren't enough episodes to go around. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, that felt it definitely felt constricted because of that. There's 13 every season, or about 12. So first, next time we'll be covering season one of Legend of Korra, episodes one through six. Yeah, that sounds good. Perfect. All right. So thank you all for listening, and we'll see you all next time.